Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining me again today, and uh, we're going to be touching on a topic that I think everyone can relate to if you're a Christian living in our world today. Uh, if you're in the United States, or maybe not, maybe you don't live in the United States, or I live in another country, and I think we would all agree that no matter where you are in the world today, that there seems to be a shift uh, against the things of God, and we know that is the way things are going to go, and things are going to as the Bible says, going to wax worse and worse. But it's easy for us to want to turn our back on the the world around us and to become introverted in our in our uh, testimony. And that we just say, "Well, okay, fine. Uh, the world has rejected, and I'm just going to turn away, and I'm not going to um, I'm just going to live my life, and I'm going to be silent." And uh, we're almost looking for uh around every corner <laughs> those who hate god and uh we're we're always assuming that everybody we talk to is going to be a hater of god and it really puts us into a defensive position into where we will be tempted to hide the light of the testimony of our christianity and is that what we are to do is this how we are going supposed to be living our life and how should we view when uh, it seems like a news article comes out every week and that uh, something else is done against Christians and against removing God even more uh, out of our culture? In the United States of America here, we have a really very much an anti-God culture in a lot of different places. Uh, we're going to look at Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, this is a synoptic of Matthew 5 and the Beatitudes. And it says here in Luke 6, 22, Blessed are ye when men shall hate you, when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice ye in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. They look at verse 23, it says, your reward is great in heaven, uh, not simply because you are persecuted, but more in how you react to the rejection. Uh, you know, First John three thirteen tells us, "Marvel not if the world hates you." That's the words of Jesus. You know, let's not be surprised. Remember, we many times look at rejection of God and we take it personally, and it hurts. Uh, rejection always hurts, but we take it personally. But really, what who they're rejecting is Christ in us. They're rejecting God and they're rejecting Christ, and we who are His ambassadors, they will reject us, and there will be lies told about us. There'll be, uh, and these things hurt, and these things are. Uh, many times unexpected, and we're genuine. We just want to love and care about people, but we can be so, um, uh, how shall we put it, sometimes naive at times to think that the world is just going to accept us with open arms, and there are some that will. Let's not be pessimistic Well, everybody in the world. We can't be careful to over-categorize, well, everybody's like this, everybody hates God, nobody's going to listen. We can't do that because the truth is, is that there are those that are seeking, those that want to uh, except Christ. Uh, but there are those of uh, many times the most vocal ones that uh, are against God and they aren't going to accept and they're going to uh, bring accusations against you. If you just look at the Apostle Paul and looking through the book of Acts, I mean, constantly finding persecution, but finding those that wanted to hear, but it seems the voices louder than even those were those that wanted to uh, to extinguish the message of Christ. You know, you look at Philippi, uh, they're in the jail. Uh, there, uh, and so uh, because of those that 
uh, uh, wanted to continue to profit off of pagan worship and and just falsely accuse them. And you look at all of these things, and but guess what? Uh, we see that Paul and Silas in the prison rejoice ye in that day. Verse twenty three says of Luke six, and that's exactly what they did. They sang praises to God. And I know we just looked at this a little bit on Sunday night about regaining our joy, but we have to understand that this is how life many times will be, and we don't need to be discouraged by it. We don't need to be downcast about it. It's hard, uh, but we also have to understand that our conversation also is in heaven. How we react to these things is whether or not we're going to be have that blessing uh, your reward is great in heaven when we keep carrying on in face of all of this uh, and that we speak out even more for the name of Christ. If we just retreat and we hide, then the devil wins. And we need to, I'm not saying be boisterous and be hateful. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, is that let's not let the attacks of the evil one dissuade us from being visible Christians, not to dissuade us from living as we ought to, not to be discouraged and like, well, ministry doesn't work anymore. Uh, You know, serving God, you know, people don't want to listen anymore. We got to be careful that we don't get into that pessimistic, uh, depressed mode. And that is actually what we're doing is we're trying to protect our heart because we don't want to be hurt by the uh, words of others. So we just give up on the whole thing. And even though we're still living for God, we still go to church, we still minister our, our, uh, our I say our passion is gone, and uh, we just kind of well, I'm just going to do what I can and just kind of lay low and and wait till I get to heaven. I, God didn't design us to live that way, and we need to live an a life full of uh, a life for the Lord, full of life, uh, full of joy, full of service. And if we do that, the devil's going to take notice, and there is going to be opposition. There is going to be those that hate you. There are going to be those that lie about you. And as our culture becomes worse and worse, even the United States of America, even the government is beginning to get on board with this. Are we going to just disappear uh, when the government says don't go to church? Are we going to stop going to church if the government says you can't do this or that? We found out during COVID, unfortunately, that a lot of Christians just simply do whatever the government says, even if that means the government is interfering with the worship of God. Uh, we have, we can't let that happen. There has to be some decisions made in your mind that the government can't tell us when to go to church or if to go to church. They can't tell us when to pray or not to pray or how to gather together. That is not their job. That's especially the United States of America. That's in our constitution. We have those freedoms. But when we that begins happening, are we going to uh, go underground with the church? Are we going to keep meeting even though it might be illegal? Or are we just going to say, well, I'm just going to obey the government? Uh, we ought to obey God rather than men in those situations, and we need to make sure. And and uh, I'm not saying, I'm not taking lightly, we should always respect those in authority, but when the authorities begin to encroach on our worship of God and encroach on how we worship God and encroach on uh, how we serve God, then those are the times we must serve God rather than man. Uh, government is still, a God has ordained government, but man, it is run by man, and man is flawed, and man's not perfect all the time. So we need to make sure that we have the proper view on that. I'm not saying let's go out and just rebel against all the rules. Let's go speed. Let's go do everything we want to do. I'm not saying that. But when the government begins to encroach on our uh, our our freedom to worship God, then there needs to be a stand. Daniel didn't let the rule of the land interfere with his prayer life. Uh, the most important thing we can have in our life is our relationship with God. And really, and as I meant during COVID with some people, it was come very apparent that the relationship with God uh, was uh, interrupted by government mandates and in things. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying it was always wrong 
to maybe not have services here. You know, we've we stopped having services here every once in a while. If there's like a, a COVID outbreak, you know, and things, and uh, we just try to keep everybody safe. But uh, now those times have passed, and so we just keep on serving the Lord. And we need to make sure. Not saying we shouldn't be wise, but we don't need to be in fear of government intervention and be. Christians that live in fear, uh, we need to be Christians that live victoriously and joyfully in this present world. So I hope this helps us today. Let's not be discouraged by what goes on and say, well, we're tempted to hide and we're tempted to scurry away and uh, that's the temptation of the devil. The devil will love to see Christians just hiding and not saying anything and not influencing. We need to still stand up and influence and be a part and we still have a voice in our country, even though many would say we don't, we most certainly do, and we need to use that voice for the glory of God. Well, thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to share us on your social media. Uh, We're on rss.com. We're on Spotify. Any podcast platform pretty much that you like to use, we're on there. You can find us, the Christian Soldier Podcast, and we'd love for you to share it. This has been a blessing to you and encouragement. Let us know. Love to hear from you. You can drop us a line at info at tbckaleen.org. We'd love to hear from you, and thank you so much for tuning in today, and I will see you next time.